Alright, alright Welcome back to the Since I'm Here podcast I'm your host Tyrell Grant, man I hope everybody's been having a great uh, Thanksgiving and everything like that, man Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Like I said, my name is Tyrell Grant, man I am the host of the Since I'm Here podcast. I appreciate y'all being here. As always, just a little bit of housekeeping. Man, follow me on Instagram at Since I'm Here podcast. Also, you can hit us up. Hit us up at Since I'm Here pod at Gmail. That's right. I am poor. So I have a Gmail account. (laughs) Since I'm Here pod at gmail man hit your boy up like i said man how was your thanksgiving or whatever you choose to call it um i call it thanksgiving we just choose to give thanks be give thanks for all the things that we're thankful for we we praise the most high for giving us life and in life in abundance uh, not to mention a lot of cool things as well. So happy about that. Hope your uh, Thanksgiving holiday was was uh, amazing. Uh, I didn't get with y'all during that time because I was hanging out on the beach, minding my own business, um, doing my own thing, not a care in the world. But the thought did come to me as I was doing that. Man, I had my family right next to me. We was all having a great time. But it got me thinking how little we appreciate the small moments in life. Like, just watching my, I know this is like super corny, super cliche. But bear with the brother. Just seeing my kids build a sandcastle. It's little things like that, man, that you go, man, all the hard work, all the things we've done. It's it's these little moments that just stick in your mind, man. Um, Man, it's the same. Every Sunday we we do like a family brunch. It was just those moments around the table that mean everything, man. You know, as a as a young man, I would have thought that was I'm like, man, get that old head, man. He he talking crazy. But now, you know what I'm saying? I I see, like, yeah, I get it. It's those little moments that mean so much in life, and we, I know me, I can't speak for y'all. But I know for me, it's, it's been times where I just, I'm trying to get to the next thing. I'm trying, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get, get stuff done. Money got to be made. Repairs got to be done on the car. All sorts of little stuff that make you miss those moments that really matter. So, you know, I just want to start with that by just saying, man, I know this time of year, we get into the holiday season, and folks, you know, they missing family members. I, I miss 
my sisters, I miss my father. Uh, but as you get older or whatever, I know for me it's one of those things where it's been like, man, there's so much that's right here, though. And I know I talk to people all the time that's got the, 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 the holiday blues or whatever it is. Man, I would just encourage you to look at the stuff you do got. Don't focus so much on what you don't have and appreciate those small moments because once they gone, as you know, they gone. Mm, groovy guru moment, man. Drink you some water. That's what I'm doing right now. Get that water in your system. But yeah, the small moments, man. We we choose not to just man, I was out there, I'm watching the sunset. I'm like, how often do you just sit down and watch the sunset? How often do you just enjoy a a book? Parents out there, how, when was the last time you did something strictly for your own benefit? Some self-care for yourself. Think about that. When was the last time you really just enjoyed the things that you work hard for? I bet it's been a while. Try it out. I'm telling this to you. I'm really telling it to myself. Because a lot of times, a brother be feeling like, I be feeling like, dang, am I even worthy of, 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 of enjoying this? But the answer is yes. Man, enjoy the hell out of the stuff you don't work for. If you like to hunt, go hunt. If you like to shoot, go shoot. If you like to run, go run. But enjoy it, appreciate it. If you just like being with your family, be with your family as best as you can. All we have is right now. As the songwriter said, tomorrow may never come. You know, tomorrow's not promised. So enjoy the day, man. That's my... Little, little preacher segment of today. Let's get into some Negro nonsense. The never-ending saga of one juicy smoulet. <laughs> as, as, as Dave Chappelle calls him, juicy smoulet. We're talking about Jesse Smollett. I know what you're saying. Why are we talking about this young man? Uh, because he's back in the news. He is now on trial for allegedly, I got to say allegedly, um, lying about being attacked. <laughs> he was lying about being attacked by two white MAGA supporters in the middle of Chicago. And he said that they attacked him. Uh, the reason. Uh, they attacked him. Was because he was the, the. The homosexual. From Empire. Now. 
I don't want to rehash all of this, but I knew this was some BS the moment I heard it. First of all, people that wear MAGA hats don't watch Empire. In fact, a lot of black people don't watch Empire. <laughs> I mean, the fir- after the first two seasons, no one really cared. And um, so as far as as far as that, I knew something was, was up already. Not to mention they were in the middle of a uh, winter vortex in Chicago. And it was very, very cold. You couldn't even be outside like that. But for whatever reason, he was out getting a Subway sandwich. And then he got attacked by these uh, two guys that poured bleach on him and put a noose around his neck. And for some reason, this black Negro walked around with a noose on his neck after being attacked. Now, I don't know about you, but I grew up in the South. So the the the, the fear of lynchings go very deep. So when I so if someone were to put a noose on my neck, beat me up, I I would I would take the noose noose off. It's just little things like that. Again, you gotta watch those small little things. But anyway, Juicy Smoulet is back in the news with his curious case and this never never ending saga with him and this is what happens when clout and fame take over you. He is a man who has clout and fame got him where he is today. That's what he wanted. That's what he thought he deserved. And now he's getting it. But, you know, sometimes you can't have your cake and eat it too. This man allegedly did all of this to be paid more. He wanted more money. He uh, wanted to be known as an activist. He wanted to be known for his activism. He even went as far as to call himself the gay Tupac. You know, I guess, man, whatever. But, you know, I blame the old social medias for creating all these trolls, liars, and clout chasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now people feel like they are entitled to fame they're entitled to clout and lying well that's just par for the course that's just what you have to do if you want to be somebody you got to fake it till you make it it's better to live in a fantasy land than in reality because in reality well, we, we feel like a loser because we don't have what the other people have when we look at social media. Well, guess what? Half of them are in debt. Many of them uh, are screwing and doing all this to get where they at. Something you may not be willing to do. And a lot of them are just outright lying. I could get dressed up and stand next to a Lamborghini. Does that mean that Lamborghini is mine? No. 
Just standing next to a car. See, people marry the illusion. You can't marry the illusion. The illusion was never meant to be married. It's rarely even meant to be dated. But we do it anyhow. Trolls, liars, clout, chasers. This is this is where we're at. And this is a symptom of that. This case is a symptom of that. We have enough problems with division racially. And that's that's the thing that really ticks me off. We have another we have enough problems with that for somebody to fabricate some. We have real life issues going on in America that have to do with race, bigotry. And a guy like this pulls something like that. See, this is what these privileged elite people do. They make up, fabricate stuff, then they use the the mainstream media in order to brainwash you, and then they brainwash you into the the bullcrap they made up, and then we're the ones fighting on the streets while he's somewhere in his ivory tower. Come on, man. We don't need that. Especially as black folks. I mean, there's too much real stuff going on for this guy to come out here with his Nigerian buddies. And then I saw today that he did a he basically did a dress rehearsal the day before with the guys. So he knew the cameras were there. And I guess he didn't think that anybody would do their due diligence and just rewind the tape back a day before and see if maybe some clues were there. And what they found was, you know, this guy planning out his own attack. Class act. Truly a class at. But as I said, social media, I blame it for creating these trolls, liars, and clout chasers who are, are, are delusional. They're in some alternate reality. So it's only fitting that now that now Zuckerberg wants to add to that by having you live in the the metaverse. I know you've all seen it by now. Uh, Facebook is going meta. It's, it's, it's meta now. Whatever the hell that means. See, we are... We have detached from reality so much. So much so. That we are now being ushered into an alt-reality. We, we have detached from humanity... So much. That we are now being ushered. Into an alternate. Reality. Somehow we've allowed ourselves to do this. We've removed our humanity. We removed it. It's gone. 
many of us. And so it's easy to push us into a, a into a crazy land where we will be pretending and thinking it's real. We what does that do to the the psyche? What does that do to you mentally? Do you think that we're gonna get we're gonna give our best selves in the metaverse or our worst selves? I'm sure we will that we will be an even more depraved version of ourselves, an even more debased version of ourselves in the matrix. I mean the metaverse. This is some matrix crap. And we're okay with it. Because clout chasing, pretending, faking till we make it, lying, trolling, that has become the norm. This is the norm now. Long gone are the days of you would actually have to do something to be known. You'd actually have to dribble the basketball and shoot it. Now you can throw the ball behind your back a million times. Miss a million times, hit it one time, go viral and start a course. How to throw the ball behind your head and make it every time for the low price of $199. And people will buy the course, probably not do anything that you that, that was said in the course because if they did, they find out it's complete and utter bullshit. So they'll do this, and, and, and we just go, yeah, that's it. all these gurus, all these fake it till you make it gurus. We living in a fantasy land. So why not have a metaverse? Why not have a metaverse where people can just come and pretend all day? Interesting, don't you think, that a company known for mining your data would now... Want to do something with your mind? This is a this is a voluntary brain study, if you ask me. It's insane. So when I so you say, well, how can you draw the comparisons with Jesse Smollett and this? How can you not? How can you not? Come on, we are seriously sitting here looking at a person that is so detached from his humanity, he will make up this fantastic lie in order to be known for something that he's really not. Metaverse. Why not just put on the headset and you can be an activist in the metaverse. People like this should go to jail. They really should for lying. And wasting everyone's time. Weaponizing real issues. In order to. Gain something. It's, it's sick man. Um, okay. Um. 
Now, last thing I want to talk about is this kid. In this video, there's there's this many people. Maybe you've seen it. I don't really know when the video came about. It could be old. I just recently saw it. It's this video that shows this young boy, maybe five or maybe older. I, I don't really know. And he's waiting on his food. Now, his mom gives him an, an empty plate. Uh, and the boy's, you know, he's like, what, what the heck? He's shocked and is about to cry. And as he's about to, to cry, as he's about to shed these tears, he shakes the tears off, then says it's okay. So I'm going to play this. He says it's okay about the empty plate. Very understanding young man. And uh, I just want to play this and then talk about it a little bit. You get an empty plate and see how they react. Oh, no. Mom. What? My food is gone. What you mean? My food is gone. Where'd it go? Oh no. What happened? Mom, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Oh no, it's not. I'm gonna go get your food right now. Okay. Now, the comments are what get me. Um, now, if you obviously you you can't see the video because this is a podcast, audio podcast. But um, the young man and I'm assuming his mom are both black, African American, if you will. Um. Here are some of the the comments underneath this Instagram video. Someone said, he is so grateful. I'd push back and say, what is he, he grateful? What is he grateful for? There's an empty plate. There's nothing, there's nothing there. He is such a forgiving young king. In all caps, King. Okay. One day we'll, we'll talk about that. Seems like he is, someone said, seems like he is raised right, but please stop pranking your kids for views and likes. Now, with that last part, I would definitely agree. Please stop with that. But it, but, and maybe, now listen, I'm a natural con- contrarian, but why do we think that a child should have a mature response to neglect? I mean, just think about it. Like, let's say she wasn't joking. Let's say she did not have food to give this young man. Why is it that we expect a young child to have a mature response to act like an adult, what, where's the, he, he wouldn't be wrong if he said, well, I'm hungry. 
I, I need some food. Uh, where's the plate? I mean, what, what, where's the, where's the vegetables? Where's the meat? What's going on? But for some reason, our people have been taught uh, something different. I don't get it. Why should a child act like anything but a child? Now, with that being said, we have to train our children. We have to raise them. But um, yeah, this is a this is an ill attempt at a joke. Why do we put our kids in the middle of these pranks in order for complete strangers to critique their reaction? Again, I just showed you the comments where people were saying this. There were some saying, uh, uh, he's such a forgiving king. Um, he's raised right, but please stop pranking your kids. That part I agree with. He's so grateful. I mean, it was all sorts of comments. These are complete strangers to this child critiquing his actions, critiquing her parenting. And she wanted to, she put her child in this position that he didn't ask to be in. Well, why? It goes back to the clout, the trolling, the lying. All of this stuff. Who who knows? Maybe she told him to say this. This is what I'm saying. Why are we doing this? I, these are questions I would like for you to answer. Because I could be wrong on this. But these, I just wrote down my initial reactions. Also, I keep hearing that black men need to stop. I hear this primarily when you talk about uh, mental health and things like that within the black community. I keep hearing, and you hear this with men in general, that we need to stop holding in our emotions. Yet this boy is praised for doing that. He's about to cry. He shakes his head as if to shake off this emotion and says, you know what? Okay. That's fine. It's not fine. He's hungry. He's a child. So why is he praised for doing that? Why is he praised for holding off his emotions uh, when we're told that we need to stop doing that? I'm just, just offering questions. I believe a child should expect food on a plate when it's given to him. I don't see the joke. Remember, this is a joke he didn't sign up for. A child should be concerned when they're given an empty plate by their parent. I think they should. I mean, they're, they're treated, you're treating this child like a, a circus monkey. What's the point of playing with his emotions like this? Hey, I get it. As a dad, I play all sorts of pranks on my kid.
I don't then put it on Instagram to be on TV forever. I mean, um, social media forever. Just a thought. A child is a child. Not a prop. They're not there for content on Instagram. That's not what a child is. This man, this young man seemed to be exhibiting very real emotions to a fake situation. We see it all the time. We've seen people be murdered behind pranks. Now, obviously, this young boy wasn't about to do all of that to, to his mother. But I'm saying, this prank crap, we got to find better content. We got to... We got to be satiated by something more than these ridiculous pranks. And now we're involving the children. There's no need. There was no need for that. Hey, maybe I'm just being uptight. The older I get, the more I realize I can be a curmudgeon. I get it. But these are my initial thoughts. When I saw this. So I want to know what you think family. I really do. Hit us up on IG. At the sense I'm here. Podcast or. Email us. At since I'm here pod. At gmail.com And as always. You can hit us up on the anchor app. um, And send a message. Send a message and let us know what you think. And I'll even play it in the next uh, installment of the Since I'm Here podcast. And, you know, we can discuss it uh, because I definitely want to hear from you all. Um, But, yeah, man, I hope you all are having a great week. Hope everything's been good for you. Always end by saying peace. I think I need to elaborate on that. The reason I say that is because at the end of the day, that's what we all should be striving for is peace. We need to strive for peace, unity, um, and all that good stuff. But man, I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all. Until next time, family. Peace. Peace.